Common Sense. It's not so common anymore. That's why we need Scott Inez more than ever. It's time for Inez Says. Hi, hello, and welcome to the Inez Says Podcast for this Monday. Hope you had a great weekend. Scott Inez with you today. Check out the podcast. Tell your friends and neighbors about it. It's right there on Spotify, WDBO app, WDBO.com. You can also check me out on the radio each and every weekday with Orlando's News at Noon, 12 noon every day on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 in Orlando. Outside of Orlando, just check out the WDBO app. All right, so opposite day continues in America. We knew it was coming because we knew since the election in November that the radical left was about to attempt to transform the United States of America. But knowing it's coming and it being here are totally different, right? Like knowing it's coming is one thing. You almost feel like Wiley Coyote just waiting in the ravine to get flattened, right? Well, we're being flattened right now. <laughs> we're being flattened by the radical left. This $1.9 trillion boondoggle COVID rescue plan is just the tip of the iceberg. Did you see over the weekend that the new Secretary of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas, he was on Fox News on Sunday, and the dude claimed, with a straight face, by the way, that Donald Trump was to blame for what's happening at our southern border right now. The number of people looking to enter the U.S. right now at the southern border could be the highest in 20 years. But according to Mayorkas, this is because of the Trump administration's actions. Trump's fault. Again, straight face. You want truth? I'll tell you the truth. Truth of the matter is that Joe Biden has scrapped a number of President Trump's policies, which included having asylum seekers remain in Mexico instead of staying in the U.S. while they wait for their cases to be heard. Mayorkas denied, by the way, denied that Biden's changes have encouraged the current migrant surge and again said it with a straight face. It really is amazing. During the final couple of years during the Trump administration, the border was fairly secure, as we all know. But since Biden took office, the numbers of migrants have increased significantly. According to the CBP, officials apprehended over 100,000 people at the border in February alone. February was Biden's first full month in office. The number of unaccompanied minors at the border nearly doubled in that time from nearly 5,000 in December to 9,500 in February. So now, now, what we're going to do is spend an extra 86 million taxpayer dollars to house illegal border crosses in hotels. Welcome to Opposite Day in America. It just continues. Look, I've said this many times before. I'm going to say it again. The more radical the left gets, the more emboldened and the more powerful Donald Trump will get. They don't get this. Like, I understand they don't want to see Donald Trump for the rest of their lives, at least in political office. I get that. Okay, fine. But if you truly don't want to see Donald Trump in the future, then get off the radical train. It's obvious what the plan is right now to stuff every woke left agenda item through Congress they can get in the next few years. To me, it's pure insanity. It's insanity because this country will be far worse off, but it's insane because what they're doing politically is they're making Trump even more of a threat in the future. They've got no idea, but every action has a reaction. The eight years of President Obama began 
that domino theory. It created the Trump era. And now here we go again with a Biden era that is making the Obama term look like milk toast. The Biden administration is by far and away the most radical left administration in the history of this country. So Uncle Joe, Ms. Pelosi, Mr. Schumer, you may believe that you're transforming this country, but essentially what you are doing is you are creating a perfect pathway for Trump 2.0. And as we heard over the weekend, this is just the start of it, folks. This is just the start of it. I, I love these people on the left who look at Donald Trump and think, man, this guy is an absolute moron. What adult this guy is. He's dumb like a fox. He's dumb like a fox. And as your humble host predicted a few months ago, right here on the Inez Says podcast, it looks like Donald Trump will be starting his own social media platform in the future. Trump senior advisor Jason Miller told Fox News over the weekend, quote, this is something that I think will be the hottest ticket in social media. It's going to completely redefine the game and everybody's going to be waiting and watching to see what exactly President Trump does. Miller said he was unable to provide much more in terms of details at this point, but he did reveal that the Donald has been having high-powered meetings at Mar-a-Lago with various teams regarding the venture and that numerous companies have approached Trump. Of course, then-President Trump was banned from Twitter back on January 6th after the march on the U.S. Capitol. Prior to that, the former president had been a prolific tweeter. Frankly, it was something that I could have done without. So that's where we are. He's coming at Twitter, folks. You knew this was going to happen, right? He's coming at Twitter. What do I think of the idea of Donald Trump starting his own social media service? I think it's a great idea. I think it's a great idea. Trump in his soul is a businessman. He sees a need out there in the world. And what does he do as a businessman? He fills it. He fills it. And what better a platform to launch than from the Trump platform right now? And I think that's really the important thing to remember here. Twitter is highly overrated, folks. Way too many people and way too many businessmen, way too many politicians pay way too much attention to what is being said on Twitter by a bunch of buffoons. But as we've seen, many political campaigns are being based on what some of these people are tweeting. It really is amazing. Yes, I'm on Twitter, but you folks who follow me, you know I'm not the greatest follow in the world. Like I, I'm on Twitter because I have to be for my job. That's it. I don't enjoy it whatsoever. I have described Twitter as a cesspool of negativity many, many times. Now, is it useful to a certain extent? Yeah, I think it is in my business. Um, certainly in terms of breaking news, it is useful. But man, there is a narcissistic quality to Twitter and to social media overall that I don't identify with. I can't stand Twitter. There is a reason why powerful corporations and politicians and other groups pay close attention to what is being tweeted out there because after all, the cancel culture is spearheading Twitter. I mean, that's what it is. Around one in five U.S. adults, that's about 22%, say that they use Twitter. That's according to a 2019 Pew Research Center survey. Twitter users in the U.S. are more likely than U.S. adults overall to identify as Democrats and less likely as conservative. Six in 10 adults on Twitter say they're Democrats or lean toward the Democratic Party, compared with 52% of all Americans, according to the late 2018 survey. So Twitter is basically a Democrat Party operative. That's what it is. So it's fairly obvious what Donald Trump is going to attempt to do here. He is going to create a conservative or a Trumpian-like site, much like Potter has attempted to do 
But which app are you going to gravitate to? <laughs> if you're a Trump supporter, you're going to Trumper or whatever it's going to be called. You're going to Trumper, right? You're not going to go to Parter. And there are nearly 75 million Americans who voted for this dude. Not that 75 million are going to be interested in Trumper, but even if he gets, say, a third of those folks, 25 million, that's a lot of folks, man. That's a lot of people. And that's a lot of people that corporate America will not be able to ignore. So starting a social media site right now, the Donald is going to be able to work the kinks out for yet another White House run, possibly in 2024. I think it is a great idea, an idea that just gets better and better the more radical the Democrats become. That's going to do it for the Inez Says Podcast. I appreciate you being here today. You can find me on the radio on WTBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 here in Orlando every day with Orlando's News at Noon, 12 noon every day. Thanks so much for joining me here on the pod. I'll see you next time.